0: You know, I had a nice little setup for this opening, and then I remembered I'm not doing the NFC North, I'm doing the fucking AFC North. So fuck it, let's go. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Yeah, and a nice little setup. uh, Was going to set something up that was very Midwestern. Uh, Didn't work out, and then I tried to go to something from uh, HBO's The Wire, and I'm not I'm not a huge watcher of, of The Wire. There's a lot of people that I do watch it, but it's just like how can I pick out a scene that's going to resonate with everybody and uh, kind of make sense. Now the show's based out of Baltimore, but it is what it is. So, but find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dog underscore 13 over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Uh, this is the AFC North. We're just going to go ahead and get right into it. Uh, we're going to start in Baltimore. Uh, we're going to work off uh, ADP, we're going to take a look, see if there's guys that we are interested in, uh, mostly for redraft leagues in August, uh, but also uh, anybody that we might be curiously confident in trying out in best ball. So starting at the quarterback position, we do, we all know who's there at the quarterback. It's Lamar Jackson, uh, former MVP. Uh going a lot lower in drafts this year compared to last year where he was going in the second or third round. Now he's kind of going back into about the fifth, six, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, getting a little bit of a value. We'll see if he stays kind of around there. Um, you know, you go running backs and he- running back and wide receiver heavy early. Uh, quite possibly Lamar Jackson could come off at a decent enough value to where you can take him uh, for your teams. Running backs, we're looking at J.K. Dobbins and his backup, Gus Edwards. Uh, never been really high on J.K. Dobbins uh, coming out of the draft out of Ohio State, but uh, like I said last year, it it all depends on the spots that these guys drop into. He dropped into a perfect spot, very run-heavy offense offense, uh, here in Baltimore So he should take over the top spot There's no Mark Ingram this year So J.K. Dobbins Definitely is on our board uh, We'll have to see where he's going See if uh, We're definitely in it on him So, Wide receivers You're looking at not other than Marquise Brown, the number one uh, Sammy Watkins brought in from Kansas City, I really don't have any interest In Sammy Watkins, not even Late in a draft Uh, And then we have rookie Rashad Bateman, who should look to secure the uh, slot wide receiver role coming out of Minnesota. Uh, I do have some interest in Rashad Bateman. Uh, We'll get into it here after we move to tight end real quick, uh, where Mark Andrews, of course, is going to be one of the top tight end targets. The reason why I like Rashad Bateman uh, is – Pretty much the same reason why we kind of like Mark Andrews. Now, uh, Lamar Jackson has been a better short to medium-range passer, uh, mostly across the middle uh, where Mark Andrews and uh, where Rashad Bateman would reside a little bit more. Um, Marquise Brown, his success wasn't really on the deep pass last year. Uh, most of it, when you look at the film uh, from last season, I did watch a lot of Ravens games last year. A lot of his success came in that that short to medium range uh, passing game uh, and then utilized his quick speed. So I think Rashad Bateman really uh, can take advantage of that same idea um, and kind of build off of Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews at tight end will be probably the number one target. Uh, for this offense again, but I do think a little bit is going to go to that rookie out of the slot. Now, defense, we know, of course, is definitely in play here. Uh, We'll see where they are slotted so far this offseason. Lamar Jackson comes in at QB 5 Pick 50, so he's going right at the beginning of the fifth round. He has dropped a little bit. He did start at 49, went to 48. Now he's at 50, so he had a little rise but came back down. Uh, We'll pay attention to that. Like I said, in the fifth round, if you're able to get two real high-quality running backs and then get uh, definitive number one wide receiver and get a number two, uh, high-end number two there in the fourth round, I think it's okay to go after Lamar Jackson in that fifth round. Let's take a look at the running backs. Let's take a look at J.K. Dobbins. He is going off right now as RB seventeen, pick twenty five. So right there at the two three turn, man. If you're Christian, Mc- if you draft Christian McCaffrey number one, and then you come back and you're able to get Dobbins, holy shit, dude. Holy shit, that's that's really good. That's going to be a really good start to your team. Uh, Gus Edwards, we will have some interest in, not only in handcuffs, but um, if you want to steal somebody's handcuff, of course. RB 43 coming in at pick 119. So, pardon me. So, right, right at the end of the 10th round there, So that's a pretty good spot to get him. He will get his. He's not a true handcuff type guy. He's going to be the change of pace type running back with J.K. Dobbins. Although I would expect um, them to kind of split the work that Mark Ingram was getting. That was mostly, you know... them splitting what Mark Ingram had doesn't come down to as much to touches as it does to opportunities um, by being on the field. You know, there was a three-man rotation we, we had noticed uh, the first half of the year. And then that kind of went away. that kind of went to more Dobbins and Gus Edwards, so we're gonna see more of an expansion on that one. I think j k. Dobbins will be a little bit more involved in the passing game short you know short uh range passes out in the flat screen game that type of deal here wide receivers. Going to start with Marquise Brown, but I got to find him first here. All right, wide receiver forty-two, so he's going to go off as an as about a mid-range wide receiver four, which is great. Um, pick one hundred and one. He's been pretty consistent. Yeah, he started kind of moving up a little bit uh, over the three weeks there. Uh, let's see here. Rashad Bateman is actually next. Uh, he's going off as wide receiver 58. That's a wide receiver 5. Uh, pick 149. So right at the end of the draft, hey, hey, if you don't have Marquise Brown, he could definitely take a shot on Rashad Bateman. Let him sit for a couple of weeks, see how he incorporates in the offense. Uh, let's see what also happens to him with the preseason. Uh, Sammy Watkins brings up the rear wide receiver 81. Nobody likes Sammy Watkins. Oh, my God. Uh, Pick 227. That's down from the week before where he was wide receiver 75, pick 212. So nobody really jumping on any Sammy Watkins bandwagons this year. Mark Andrews comes in at tight end four. That is pick 66 overall. So you're looking at about a uh, mid-range round six. Uh, Right in between George Kittle, who's at tight end three, And rookie Kyle Pitts, who is currently 10-5. I'm not as high on Kyle Pitts as a lot of other people. Mark Andrews is actually only going two picks ahead of Kyle Pitts right now. Um, I'm more of a TJ Hawkinson type guy, uh, just because he is far and away the best uh, target in that Detroit offense. So I would probably slip Kyle Pitts down but I think Mark Andrews is fine he's safe and steady I don't know if I want to spend the sixth round though but definitely if he slipped to a seven a seventh round I would be like all over it uh, Baltimore Ravens defense comes in at defense number five so they are still well um, thought of they are getting a bit older but they did um, they did do some work in the draft mostly at backup type positions. Uh, trying to take care of, you know, kind of building building this defense from the back end up, uh, younger, you know, behind the older guys. So uh, defense, I think, is still going to be good at least for another year. Let's move on to Cincinnati. Everybody wants to talk to Cincinnati when we talk about the AFC North. Of course, we're going to have quarterback Joe Burrow under center. It sounds like he's going to start the year. Uh, ready to go week one. So really like Joe Burrow. Don't know if I'm going to really want to jump on him. We'll have to check out his ADP again um, for this season because he's probably going as a back-end quarterback one. Um, But the defense is still not anywhere near where it needs to be, so I do expect this team to throw a lot. Uh, but we'll wait and see what happens later soft season. Uh, at running back, you're going to have Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon has, keeps getting propped up as a three-down back. <sighs> My God, Joe Mixon really fucked us over last year. It was all over Joe Mixon. That's, you know, some of it I was with his, in, his whole injury thing. They couldn't just put him on fucking IR and leave, you know, the spot open. They had to just go week to week on that shit. Uh, which I hate. That's what they've been doing in baseball, too, is where they'll drag it out for half a week and then they'll put the guy on fucking IL. Um, pisses me the hell off. But um, I'm going to go. Probably end up going back to the well, to be completely honest with Joe Mixon. Um, he's coming in at a lot better value than he was last year, where he was back end one, you know, front end two uh, running backs. So. Um definitely, definitely back in on Joe Mixon. I would fully 100% understand if nobody wanted to back me up on that and follow me into that. Um, and if that's the case, even if the guys who are listening to this, right, that I that I have the leagues with, it, look, if he's going to drop, I'm going to pick him up. It, it just is what it is. At some point, you have to just say, okay, you know what? He does have that injury risk, um, but with the opportunity he's got with no Gio Bernard there, at some point you've got to actually take him. So, um, <laughs> I was the guy that fell that that fell into that that pothole, right? Um, and I'm daring myself to go back into that one. So I'm I'm on the positive side. I'm on the positive side right now. Wide receivers, of course, we got T. Higgins returning. The rookie last year uh, played very, very well. Uh, played well as a wide receiver. One, uh, you will have the rookie Jamar Chase coming in from LSU. Uh, Joe Burrow's teammate from two seasons ago sat out last year with the whole COVID thing, um, and uh, paid off. Paid off. He was far and away the number one wide receiver in this draft. Uh, should be the number one wide receiver out of all the rookies uh, this upcoming season as well. Uh, Tyler Boyd, of course, should be the slot guy. We like Tyler Boyd, but probably backing off a little bit uh, on this offense, it's going to pretty much go Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, then Tyler Boyd, uh, with a bit of mixing in there between T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. I think Tyler Boyd's going to end up being the odd man out. Um, That's just my opinion. That's kind of what I'm seeing right now, and if you kind of just uh, play it in your head. But we will see strength of schedule, see if there is some interest in there, uh, maybe to pick him up somewhere along the line during the regular season. Tight ends, Drew Sample, CJ Uzuma, Mason Shrek. I'm not fucking touching it. God, God, don't touch it. Don't touch it. You know what else not to touch? Yourself. But... That's between you and Jesus. So any which way, uh, we're also not touching the Cincinnati Bengals' defense. Um, I, there's not really that much to get involved with with Cincinnati's defense. There's not no real talking points. They just are not all that great. We will talk about them more. Draft guy comes out. I'll handle it a lot better on that. But... Quarterbacks, We're looking at Joe Burrow. Let's see where he comes in. Yes, he does come in at QB 11. Pick 88, though, so it's not too bad. Uh, going right in front of Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, Ryan Tannehill, but still right behind Tom Brady and Jalen Hurts. So he's kind of in a little sweet spot in there. And with that knee reconstruction, he may drop even further. So we'll keep an eye on it. We will keep an eye on it. Joe Mixon at running back. He's coming in at RB 14, pick 19. Uh, this fluctuated down to 23, but back up to 19 uh, from the first week that we that I did do the, the ADP tracking. Uh, so back end, wide, uh, back end of round two. Uh, it may even fall further. If he falls, if he falls to the back end where you're going at two three turn. Uh, right there with like say J.K. Dobbins. I mean, are you really are you, are you going to let him slide? Or because I, I mean, if you're if you're pick one, you get Christian McCaffrey, and Joe Mixon, and J.K. Dobbins were sitting right there. I think you would just go running back heavy. You just have to go. I think three running backs at that spot. Just my opinion. Don't have to follow it. Wide receivers. Where's our first guy? It's going to be Jamar Chase at wide receiver 24. Really surprised that he's coming in at a a wide receiver 2 right away. Uh, Pick 57, so you're looking at the back end of round (sighs) 5. Seems a bit high. I'd like to hear some people just kind of put in the scare tactics, have him drop a little bit more, get him into the 6th round, but kind of is what it is. He is a stud. He is a stud, um, and they will be throwing. So right now I can't see anything wrong with that. Uh, T. Higgins kind of follows uh, a couple picks later at pick 61 overall, coming in at wide receiver 26, so as a wide receiver three. That might be a little bit too high. Um, I think Jamar Chase is definitely going to get his. T. Higgins is going to fall off a little bit from his rookie year uh, because of the addition of Chase in there so I don't really like T Higgins but I really don't like where Tyler Boyd is going uh wide receiver 34 so another so a back end wide receiver 3 so you got a back end 2 a front end 3 and a back end 3 not even Joe Burrow is going to be able to sustain that so Tyler Boyd is going to be out pick 79 overall I uh, would pass it uh, and forget it Uh, Let's just kind of see where our first Cincinnati tight end is going here. Just out of curiosity. Uh, Drew Sample, tight end 40. Uh, Yeah, I think we can uh, go ahead and pass on that one. Uh, Let's go ahead and move on. We're going to move on to Cleveland, the little darlings from last year. Uh, Baker Mayfield, at quarterback there, I think he's going to be a stable quarterback, not going to be really anybody that's going to win you a championship, uh, but he's definitely not going to lose you a championship and get another year in this offense with Kevin Stefanski and offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt, uh, who we do like. Uh, He's very good with his quarterbacks, but running backs, the hot topic right now for whatever reason uh, is Nick Chubb. I don't know why people are shitting on him, but... Dude, it's, it's Nick Chubb's backfield. Kareem Hunt's going to be in there from time to time, change of pace back, but you know this whole bullshit narrative that Nick Chubb can't catch is kind of the same thing with Jordan Taylor uh, when he was coming out of Wisconsin. You just have to give him the fucking opportunities to do it, and he will show that he can get it done. So uh, very high in Nick Chubb. Not so much on Kareem Hunt, but I do believe if I caught his ADP yesterday, Uh, Kareem Hunt's actually coming in at hell of a value, uh, from last season. Wide receivers, you you got the return of Odell, uh, poop on his chest. Uh, Beckham Jr., uh, Rashad Higgins in three wide sets would be across from him. and two wide sets, it would be Jarvis Landry when he's not moved into the slot. Um... Not really high on the wide receivers here, although Beckham you're going to get a hell of a deal on, so I do really kind of like him. Uh, Most of this comes in... Most of the interest that I have in Cleveland is going to be at the running back position here, to be completely honest. Quarterback I like just because you don't have to fucking pair him with anything. Um, But, uh, yeah, outside of the wide receivers, if you move to tight end, Austin Hooper just don't really care with... Harrison Bryant there. Why they kept David Njoku, I do not know. Um, but that's just cluster fucking the tight end options there. And you're going to be incredibly disappointed if you decide to travel that way. Baker Mayfield comes in at QB20. So back end. Back end uh, QB2. Not bad. Pick 144. Um, I'm okay with it, especially as a second quarterback in a 2 QB Super Flex. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, let's go. Running backs, you got Nick Chubb coming in at RB10, pick 12. He started out as an RB8, pick 10, dropped to his current RB10, uh, pick 13, is now up to a 12 uh, overall. It's about right, back end of of there. Now, I'm probably higher on Nick Chubb than... Well, I'm definitely higher on Nick Chubb than I am with Austin Eckler. I don't give a fuck about the pass-catching ability, all that bullshit. I would take Nick Chubb ahead of Austin Eckler. I just don't trust that motherfucker. Um, I would also put Cam Akers ahead of Austin Eckler as well. I don't know why those two are below him. Aaron Jones is going to get the complete opportunity, but... Our focus here is on Cleveland right now, Um, and Nick Chubb is a little bit too low. I would be willing to take him as high as uh, overall pick eight uh, in a draft right now. I do love Nick Chubb. He is a beast if something happens to Kareem Hunt, and he got that backfield all to himself. Holy shit. Holy shit. Uh, Kareem Hunt is coming in at RB24, so back in RB2. And still not as great of a spot. He's uh, about a f- uh, mid-range, mid-range fifth-round pick in here. That's kind of where he's been stabilized, right in front of Javante Williams, right behind James Robinson, Chris Carson. Uh and David Montgomery ahead of Javante Williams, Miles Gaskin, Mike Davis, uh, and Chase Edmonds. So God, yeah, I'd probably take him. I'd definitely take him ahead of uh Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. I can tell you that much right now, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Let's go to the wide receivers. This is where you're gonna see some uh good value in here. Odell Beckham coming in at wide receiver 30. So mid range wide receiver three, pick 73. So you're looking at the beginning of the seventh round for Odell Beckham. Yeah, he's getting a little bit, starting to get a little bit longer than the tooth, but not for a wide receiver, right? For a running back, he would be really. Uh, a guy probably that we'd pass off on somebody else. But Odell Beckham Jr. at that far far down, coming in at maybe a wide receiver four, uh, highest maybe as a wide receiver three, I think you would take that all day. Because there is upside there. He is still a dynamic player. He's fucking gross in his personal life, but fuck. I mean, you just got to do what you got to do. So I do have interest there. Um... We've got to find our other Cleveland wide receiver Here he is, Jarvis Landry uh, Coming in at wide receiver 43 Pick 102 So About 30 picks later Coming in at about a high end Oh no, about a mid-range 4 On there um, Some interest it's Not a lot of high upside right there uh, Let's see who's around him right now uh, so you'd have Lavisca Chenault. We talked about that. I'm not high on Lavisca at all. Uh, Marquise Brown uh, probably would rather have him. Um, Michael Pittman out of Indianapolis probably do like him more. Jalen Waddle maybe taking a shot on the rookie there, but uh, I want to see Waddle drop a lot more. Uh, Antonio Brown, uh, Michael Gallup maybe. Corey Davis, somewhere in there. Devontae Parker. He might be. Jarvis Landry's probably going to be a guy that I'm just going to skip. Maybe that's where I would take my tight end or my quarterback is right there where you, you could take Jarvis Landry right in that about the 8-9 range. That's probably what I would end up doing. Um, let see if Higgins is even on here. Probably. He should be. It's going to go super late though. Fuck, I can't find him. The hell with him. There he is. There he is. Wide receiver, 93. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's not being thought of very well. Uh, Austin Hooper, let's just take a look at his ADP and just kind of go off there. So Austin Hooper going as a tight end, 25. So right out, uh, he's going as a high end, uh, tight end, 3. Pick 188. So redraft leagues, leave him alone. Uh, Two tight end leagues, maybe you're going to take a look at him although I would still have a little bit of interest maybe in Jared Cook in L.A. for the Chargers. He's going right behind him. Chris Herndon, maybe. Anthony Ferkser right in front of him. I'd probably still probably go Ferkser. Uh, Cleveland defense actually looks really, really good, should be really good, especially with the high-end running game that they have. Um, they're coming in as defense number nine, so right in the back end for your one defense draft, of course, um, which is most leagues. So Cleveland defense, yeah, I'm gonna take a look at it. We're gonna, we'll see, we'll see. That I'm gonna just take. I want really want to look at the schedule. That's more schedule dependent, I think, than any other actual position. Um, so we'll base it off of there. Uh, Last but certainly not least, we're going to look at the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. Uh, Not going to be a real high-volume passing offense, in my opinion, this year. Uh, That's why they drafted Najee Harris, the running back out of Alabama, uh, who we do like. Uh, Don't really care much for the offensive line. Looks like it should be okay. Um, We'll get to Najee Harris in a minute, but Ben Roethlisberger really... We're going to take a step back from Ben Roethlisberger. Um, two QB leagues only. I don't think I would trust him in a super flex. Maybe two QB league uh, where you have to draft three. Uh, Is about the only spot that I would actually look at uh, Roethlisberger in that spot. Now, Najee Harris. I've said in Dynasty, you can make. You can take your pick. Uh, between Najee Harris and Javante Williams, I know the consensus is that Najee Harris would be the number one ro- running back overall, uh, quite possibly the number one player in dynasty drafts, uh, for the, at least for the rookies. And I can't argue it. Okay, If you want the guy that's going to start the season and definitely get the carries, Najee Harris is going to be your guy. And that even goes... If you had to make the choice between Najee Harris and Javante Williams, right, um, in a redraft league, you would take Najee Harris first because he's got the definitive he's got the definite role right now. Javante Williams, we're going to have to wait. Quite possibly, not only you're definitely going to wait through preseason games. Probably not going to overtake it. They're going to go with the veteran in Melvin Gordon. So you're waiting for that Jordan Taylor-esque uh, late-season kickoff, right, with Javante Williams. Najee Harris, you're looking to get production right away. Um, but it's all going to be dependent. For me, it's all going to be dependent to drafting Najee Harris on where he's going in drafts. Um, Not so much on the talent of the guy himself, right? Um this should be a heavier run game, which does give me interest. He, a lot of projections are saying that he should get, you know, 40 to 50 receptions somewhere in there, um, which is nice. But I'm not going to base my decision on somebody's fucking projections. I'm going to do it off the field in how the drafts are actually unfolding. That's the only reason why we use the ADP, right? We want to see how the drafts are unfolding and make our decisions um, based not only on our feelings, what we see, but how the players are tracking through that ADP. Um, Wide receivers, we got Deontay Johnson. He's going to be the de facto number one. Uh, Chase Claypool will be across from him in three wide receiver sets. Juju Smith-Schuster in the slot in the three wide, otherwise across from Deontay Johnson in the two wide receiver sets. Uh, Now they have said that, or Juju has said that, they're planning to stick him more on the outside this season, which really is not a great idea. Uh, You want Juju in the slot. So we'll see what happens. Um, Them moving him to the outside, though, if they're doing true um, two wide receiver sets, possibly doing the 12 personnel with the two tight ends, to add extra blockers for the running game, that would make sense. But it wouldn't make sense to actually really draft Juju Smith-Schuster um, just based on the fact that the volume should go down and he hasn't handled himself all that great uh, when he's been on that outside, that outside position. Tight end, you're looking at another year of Eric Ebron. I'm just not going to mess with it. Uh, The rookie, Pat Fryermuth is coming in. Um, He's actually a pretty damn good blocker. He's going to be about a year or two away. So not focused there whatsoever. So now we're going to look at our ADPs for for our players. Oh, Pittsburgh defense. I want to take a look at it. Um, If they're going too high, I'm not going to grab them. Uh, somebody's going to make the mistake of grabbing this defense. This defense is not as good as what it has been uh, the last two seasons. They're really hurting in the secondary. So this k- team can be thrown on. Um, so it's really going to come down to where they're going. Are they a back end uh, defense one or, and uh, how is their schedule unfolding? So, We'll definitely take a look at that So Ben Roethlisberger We'll get back to this But uh, QB uh, Ben Roethlisberger comes in at QB 22 So back end of The QB 2 discussion Pick 147 Uh, To be honest with you I'd probably take a shot on Tua And Ryan Fitzpatrick Who are the two quarterbacks right behind him Uh, Also look at Sam Darnold Who comes in at QB 25 Which is rather low uh, running back, let's see where our Mr. Najee Harris is going. He is, right now, RB12. So he is part of the RB1 discussion, uh, getting drafted right around pick 16. Now, he went from overall pick 20 to 12 to 16. So he's going to fluctuate here for a little bit. Uh, and that's going to be based off wh- all the talk- what all the talking heads are saying about Najee Harris there. Uh, 16 seems a bit too high. I'd rather have him at the back end of two, uh, beginning of three. Rather, I'd have him in three, but it's not going to happen. He's going to go somewhere in that two range. Uh, We just kind of got to determine where he's going to end up, where he's going to settle, and then whether or not we're going to trust him and take him. Wide receivers, your first guy off the board is going to be Deontay Johnson. He's going to be a little bit more costly this year as a wide receiver 19. Um, Could be a wide receiver one. Uh, could finish up there in the top 12. Uh, pick 47, so right at the end of the fourth round. So he's expensive because you were able to get him about seventh, eighth round last year, so he has gone up, but it's not terrible. It's not terrible, especially for the amount of volume that he got. But remember what I said, that volume's probably going to drop this year, um, but... Deontay Johnson is Ben Roethlisberger's number one target, so I don't think it affects him nearly as much as the other guys. Now, the other two wide receivers. The first one that comes in is Chase Claypool at wide receiver 28. Pick 65 overall, Juju Smith-Schuster comes in right dead nuts behind him at wide receiver 29. So you're looking at basically uh, early to mid um wide receiver three for both of them. Um and then you're looking at about a mid range six, uh six rounder. If I had to choose between the two, I would probably just say fuck it, I'm gonna wait. I'm just gonna go with Odell Beckham. I'm not gonna get in that mess. To me, it would be Deontay Johnson, really, or Bust as far as wide receivers go. But, I mean, if you really want to look at it, look at Chase Claypool, the younger guy. Um, But if they're going right next to each other like that, I don't know if there's a real value um, to either one in that spot. Eric Ebron comes in tight end 21, so back end tight end 2, 176. Uh, probably still want to go maybe I'd shit behind him you'd have uh, Zach Ertz we don't know anything about but um, Gerald Everett back there going to Seattle we do know that Russell Wilson likes his tight ends Gerald Everett will be the uh, uh best tight end out of that whole group there in Seattle so I like Gerald Everett I think you can I'd rather go Anthony or Maybe even Jared Cook or Chris Herndon before I went Eric Ebron. Now, let's see where the defense is going. So Pittsburgh's defense is still going as defense number three. Way too fucking high. They dropped down from two the last two weeks, but uh, definitely, definitely not looking at them. I'll let somebody make that mistake. I would much rather uh, go after, like, say, the Patriots, the Browns, Uh, Maybe the Chiefs in there, definitely Denver Broncos at 16, Uh, those type of guys there. So let's recap here. Let's see what we're going to take a look at for the AFC North. Are we going to look at Lamar Jackson? Yes, because we're getting him at a better value than what we got last year. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, yes. His backup, Gus Edwards, yes. We will look at him late in drafts. Uh, Marquise Brown, still okay. Uh, Sammy Watkins, no. Rashad Bateman, yes. As like a second to last pick if you're able to get it. Mark Andrews, the tight end. A little too high for my blood, um, but I think he's fine. Because, like I said, he should be the number one target for this passing offense. Uh, Ravens defense, yes, we are in. Uh, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, yes. Joe Mixon, yes. Jamar Chase, wait and see. Still a little bit high. Would like to see him drop. T. Higgins, not if he's going right behind Jamar Chase. Uh, Tyler Boyd, no. Tight ends, definitely a no-go. Cleveland, Baker Mayfield, late. You know, uh, QB2, yes, we're going to take a look at him. Nick Chubb, fuck, yes, we're all in on Nick Chubb. Uh, Kareem Hunt, yes, we can definitely take a look at him, although I'd like to see his ADP drop just a bit more. Odell Beckham Jr., yes, we are taking a look at him. He is going way too low for his talent level. Jarvis Landry, no. Rashad Higgins, no, of course. Um, And then tight end Austin Hooper, no. No. But we will look at the Cleveland Browns defense. It really, should be a really rock solid defense this year. Last but not least, Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger, two QB league only as your three as your third quarterback. That would be the only way that I would take him. Uh, I wouldn't even trust him in Superflex. flex. Uh, Najee Harris, yes, but for the love of God, do we have to pay that high of a price? We will see. Uh, Mid-to-back range, round two, I'm going to say yes, although there's some really high-quality running backs that if you wanted to take in front of him, I would definitely be okay with. Wide receivers here, Deontay Johnson, yes. Juju Smith-Schuster, no. Chase Claypool, no. And then tight end, Eric Ebron, that is a definitive no. And then remember, we're going to let somebody make the mistake of drafting that Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Um, They are not going to be all that great this year. Real terrible secondary. But that's it. We have made it through the AFC uh, in total. We've made it through all four divisions. So next week we will move on to the NFC. And those, I don't know when they're going to come out. Take a look. They might be out on Monday, more than likely Expected on Tuesday after the three-day weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Remember what Memorial Day weekend is for, what we are celebrating. Salute to all the veterans. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. Don't drink and drive, motherfuckers.